Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom and I'm here with my co-host Jen. Hi Jen. Hey Tom. It's great to be back for another exciting episode. And today, we have a fascinating topic to dive into, flow matching in latent space. That's right. Jen, flow matching is a framework used to train generative models. And it has gained a lot of attention in recent years. It offers impressive performance while being relatively easier to train compared to other models. Like diffusion-based models. Absolutely. Tom. And what's interesting about this paper is that it explores the application of flow matching in the latent spaces of pre-trained autoencoders. This approach offers improved computational efficiency and scalability for high-resolution image synthesis. That's a crucial point. Jen, the authors of this paper recognized the challenges faced by prior methods in terms of expensive computing and a large number of function evaluations in the pixel space. By using latent spaces, they were able to overcome these challenges and maintain the quality and flexibility of flow matching training. Exactly. Tom. And what sets this work apart is its integration of various conditions into flow matching for conditional generation tasks. This includes tasks like label conditioned image generation, image inpainting, and semantic to image generation. It's incredible how this approach opens up possibilities for a wide range of applications. But before we dive deeper into the details of flow matching in latent space, let's briefly talk about some background information covered in the abstract. Absolutely, Tom. Upbeat music playing in the background. Welcome back, listeners. It's time for a quick word from our sponsor, Chaos Button Co. Are you tired of boring office days? Oh, absolutely. We all need a little excitement in our lives, don't we? Well, Chaos Button Co. has got you covered. That's right. Introducing the Chaos Button, your one-stop solution to turning your office into a fun-filled carnival of confusion. Picture this, you're sitting at your desk with nothing but spreadsheets and meetings on the horizon. Boring, right? Press that button and watch chaos unfold. Boom! Your coworkers start singing La Cucaracha while twirling around in their chairs. Zap! Your boss magically turns into an inflatable unicorn riding a unicycle around the office. Kapow! Suddenly you find yourself speaking fluent dolphin language instead of English during an important conference call. It's pure madness. Who needs tedious team-building activities when pressing one button can create more laughs than a thousand trust falls? And fear not folks. This isn't just any ordinary chaos. It's hilarious chaos. Jen. Trying not to laugh. That's right. Imagine staplers dancing like flamenco dancers and paper clips having existential crises about their purpose in life. Tom chuckles. Don't forget about that new elevator feature, 
randomly teleporting people to different floors. Mid-ride. Talk about skipping leg day at the gym. Jen. Laughs. I still can't get over Jerry from accounting doing his interpretive dance routine inspired by ancient Babylonian warfare strategies. During lunch break, both hosts burst out laughing. Voice over. In fast-paced tone. So why settle for mundane when you can have pandemonium? Get your own Chaos Button today from Chaos Button Co. And watch your office come alive with hilarious, confusing mess. Remember folks, use responsibly. Or maybe don't. Who needs responsibility when you can have this much fun? Absolutely. Embrace the chaos, my friends. And hey, if you end up fired, become a circus performer instead. Laughter fades out. Tom chuckles. Well, that was certainly something. Thanks again to Chaos Button Co. for sponsoring our podcast. Indeed. Now back to our regular programming, where we unpack mind-boggling conspiracy theories and discuss which famous paintings resemble our favorite breakfast foods. Tom laughs. Ah yes. Just another normal day on the weird and wonderful world of Tom and Jen podcast. Podcast transitions back to regular content. Welcome back to another episode of the Science of Energy. I'm your host, Tom. And joining me as always is my co-host, Jen. How are you today, Jen? I'm doing great, Tom. Excited to dive into another fascinating topic in the world of energy. What do we have in store for our listeners today? Well, Jen, today we are going to be exploring a groundbreaking research paper titled A Multi-Objective Reinforcement Learning Framework for Microgrid Energy Management. This paper presents a novel approach to managing the complex operations of microgrids using the power of reinforcement learning. But before we get into the details, Let's provide some context for our listeners. Absolutely. Tom, microgrids have emerged as a promising solution for decarbonizing and decentralizing the power grid. They allow for localized generation and minimize transmission losses. However, managing microgrid operations can be quite challenging due to multiple conflicting objectives. That's right. Jen, in this paper, Researchers propose a multi-objective reinforcement learning framework that addresses these challenges. The framework explores the high-dimensional objective space and uncovers trade-offs between conflicting objectives. And what's interesting about this approach is that it leverages exogenous information and capitalizes on the data-driven nature of reinforcement learning. It allows for training a parametric policy without the need for long-term forecasts or knowledge of the underlying uncertainty distribution. Exactly. And what's really exciting is that the trained policies exhibit diverse, adaptive, and coordinative behaviors while providing interpretable insights on their information use dynamics. So basically, This framework not only improves performance in all objectives considered compared to traditional operations but also offers more flexibility in navigating complex operational trade-offs. 
That's correct. And in this paper, they apply this framework to a real-world microgrid at Cornell University to evaluate its effectiveness. They use historical weather, demand, and utility price data to train the agent policy and make collaborative decisions for multiple energy sources under stochastic state conditions. It's truly fascinating how this framework combines the strengths of multi-objective optimization and reinforcement learning by explicitly exploring trade-offs in high-dimensional objective spaces. It offers a powerful solution for managing microgrid energy systems. Absolutely. Jen. And one of the most intriguing aspects of this research is that it provides a data-driven model-free policy approximation approach that reduces computation complexity while providing interpretability to the trained parametric policy. It's always impressive when researchers can find innovative ways to solve complex problems like energy management in microgrids. I can't wait to dive deeper into this paper and understand how this multi-objective reinforcement learning framework works. Well, Jen, you're in luck because we'll be doing just that in the next segment of our podcast we'll break down the methodology and findings of this paper in an intuitive way so that our listeners can grasp these complex concepts. I'm excited to learn more. Let's dig into it and uncover the secrets behind this multi-objective reinforcement learning framework for microgrid energy management. Absolutely. Jen, get ready for an enlightening discussion on cutting-edge research in the field of energy management. Stay tuned for our deep dive into a multi-objective reinforcement learning framework for microgrid energy management. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after this short break with more insights on this fascinating topic. You're listening to The Science of Energy with Tom and Jen. Upbeat jingle plays. Hey there, podcast listeners. Have you ever wanted to experience pure joy in the palm of your hand? Well, hold on tight because we have a sponsor that'll tickle your fancy. That's right. Tom. Introducing Tickle Time Teacup Co. Where whimsy meets relaxation. Picture this. You're sitting at home. Stressed out from a long day of adulting. But fear not. Tickle Time Teacup Co. Has got your back. Literally. Imagine your very own friendly teacup-sized tickler gently gliding over your skin like the wings of an angelic butterfly. Wow. Tom. That's oddly poetic. But seriously folks, these miniature marvels are designed to give you instant happiness and put a smile on your face. And let's not forget about style. Tickle Time Teacup Co. offers an array of fashion-forward designs made with only the fluffiest feathers and softest fabrics. It's like having a high-end spa treatment available anytime, right inside your pocket. So no matter if you're stuck in traffic or cramped in that never-ending Zoom meeting, just whip out your trusty tickler in a cup and dive into blissful serenity. Plus, they make great conversation starters. Oh hey Susan from Accounting. Nice pen. 
But have you seen my adorable mini tickling teacups? Tom. Whispering. Pissed. Disclaimer time. Jazzy elevator music plays softly. Announcer. Quickly. Warning. May cause uncontrollable giggles leading to co-workers questioning sanity. Use at own risk. Laughter-induced hiccups may occur. Please refrain from using while operating heavy machinery or during boring board meetings. Do not taunt cat with feather tickler in a cup. Thanks for the heads up, announcer. Safety first, everyone. So folks, if you're ready to experience a world of teeny tiny tickles and big time smiles, head on over to Tickle Time Teacup Co. And enter the code PODCASTFUN for an exclusive discount. That's right. Get ready for tickle time, because everyone deserves laughter in miniature form. Order your tickle buddy today. Upbeat jingle fades out. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming, where we're sure to keep you laughing almost. As much as those adorable teacup-sized ticklers will. Stay tuned. Folks, more laughs ahead with Tom and Jen on the award-winning podcast that tickles your funny bone. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today we have an exciting topic to discuss. The latest paper titled FLASHATTENTION2, Faster. Attention with better parallelism and work partitioning. This paper delves into the complex world of optimizing attention mechanisms in transformers for faster processing and improved performance. That's right. Jen. Scaling up transformers to handle longer sequences has been a challenge in recent years. The attention layer, which is at the core of these models, becomes a bottleneck as the sequence length increases. But this new paper proposes a solution called FLASHATTENTION2 that addresses these issues by exploiting parallelism and work partitioning. Absolutely fascinating. The abstract of the paper highlights how FLASHATTENTION2 brings significant memory savings and Runtime speed up compared to optimized baselines. It achieves this by leveraging the asymmetric GPU memory hierarchy and optimizing work partitioning between different thread blocks and warps on the GPU. And what makes FLASHATTENTION2 even more impressive is that it reaches close to the efficiency of optimized matrix multiply operations which are known for their high speed and performance. This is a big step forward in making attention computations faster and more efficient. Definitely. And in this episode, we'll break down the algorithm behind FLASHATTENTION2, explore its optimizations, and explain how it achieves such impressive results. We'll also discuss its impact on training GPT-style models and its potential applications in various domains like language modeling and high-resolution image understanding. Plus, we'll dive into some background information about GPUs, their performance characteristics, and how the standard attention implementation works. 
Understanding these concepts will help us grasp the significance of flash attention tools improvements and how they overcome existing limitations. That's right, Tom. We'll be demystifying complex topics in an intuitive way. So even if you're not familiar with the nitty-gritty details of attention mechanisms or GPU architecture, you'll still be able to follow along and learn something new. So join us in this episode as we explore the world of FLASHATTENTION2 and discover how it's revolutionizing attention mechanisms in transformers. Get ready for a deep dive into the realm of parallelism and work partitioning. Stay tuned for an informative and entertaining podcast episode ahead. Let's get started. Theme music plays. Welcome back, everyone. We're diving deep into the fascinating world of FLASHATTENTION2 today. In our previous segment, we introduced the paper and discussed its abstract. Now let's move on to understanding the algorithm behind FLASHATTENTION2 and how it achieves such impressive results. That's right, Tom. FLASHATTENTION2 builds upon the existing flash attention technique, which already brings significant memory savings and runtime speed up. But there's always room for improvement especially when it comes to achieving high efficiency comparable to optimized matrix multiply operations. Absolutely. Jen, the algorithm tweaks certain aspects of flash attention to reduce non-matmool flops, floating point operations, and increase matmool flop utilization. This optimization is crucial because modern GPUs have specialized compute units that make matmool computations much faster. And one of the key improvements in FLASHATTENTION2 is parallelizing both the forward pass and backward pass along the sequence length dimension. By increasing occupancy and efficiently utilizing GPU resources, FLASHATTENTION2 achieves even higher speedups compared to its predecessor. That's right. Gen. And within each thread block, Flash Attention 2 distributes the work between different warps to reduce communication through shared memory. This further improves performance by minimizing unnecessary shared memory reads, writes. Absolutely fascinating. These optimizations in FLASHATTENTION 2 lead to a significant speedup compared to not only the original flash attention but also other primitives like matrix multiply operations. And in the paper, they present empirical validation and benchmarks that demonstrate this impressive performance. Improvement. It's truly exciting to see how FLASHATTENTION2 pushes the boundaries of attention mechanisms and takes us one step closer to scaling transformers for longer sequences. Just imagine the possibilities it opens up for applications like language modeling, high-resolution image understanding, code generation, audio processing, and much more. And as we mentioned earlier, FLASHATTENTION2 has a significant impact on training GPT-style models 
The paper showcases how it can reach training speeds of up to 225 teraflops per second per A100 GPU with 72%. Model flops utilization. These numbers are impressive and highlight the potential of FLASHATTENTION2 in revolutionizing large-scale training and inference of transformers. Absolutely. Jen. It's clear that FLASHATTENTION2 is a game-changer when it comes to optimizing attention mechanisms. Its improvements in parallelism and work partitioning bring us closer to unlocking the full potential of transformers for handling longer sequences and achieving higher performance. And that wraps up our discussion on the algorithm behind FLASHATTENTION2 and its incredible optimizations. In our next segment, we'll explore some background information about GPUs, their performance characteristics, and how the standard attention implementation works. So stay tuned for more insights into this fascinating topic. We'll be right back after a short break. Commercial break. Welcome back, everyone. In our previous segments, we introduced the paper Flash Attention to Faster Attention with Better Parallelismo Work Partitioning and discussed ITS algorithmic optimizations. Now it's time to dive into some background information about GPUs and understand their performance characteristics. That's right, Tom. GPUs play a crucial role in accelerating computations and achieving high-performance computing. They consist of compute elements, such as floating-point arithmetic units, and a memory hierarchy that includes high-bandwidth memory, HBM, and on-chip SRAM. Shared memory. GPUs are incredibly powerful, Gen. But what makes them even more fascinating is their execution model. Thousands of threads are organized into thread blocks and scheduled to run on streaming. Multiprocessors, SMs. Within each thread block, threads are grouped into warps, which can communicate with each other and perform matrix computations. The parallelism and the massive number of threads in GPUs allow for highly efficient computation, and that's why they're the perfect choice for optimizing attention mechanisms in transformers. Absolutely. Jen. Now let's talk about the standard implementation of attention and how FLASHATTENTION2 improves upon it. In the standard implementation, Attention matrices S and P are materialized into HBM, which results in expensive memory reads, writes. That's where FLASHATTENTION2 brings significant improvements by reordering the attention computation and leveraging classical techniques like tiling and recomputation. FLASHATTENTION2 reduces memory IOs and avoids materializing S&P matrices into HBM. This leads to substantial memory savings as well as a 2 to 4 times wall clock time speedup over optimized baselines. And it doesn't end there. Flash Attention 2 takes these optimizations further by reducing non-Matmool flops and increasing Matmool flop utilization. 
This ensures that computation time is spent efficiently to achieve higher performance. It's truly impressive how FLASHATTENTION2 leverages the capabilities of modern GPUs to overcome the limitations of the standard attention implementation. These advances in parallelism, work partitioning, and optimization bring us closer to scaling transformers for longer sequences. And as we mentioned earlier, Flash Attention 2 has been empirically validated and benchmarked to demonstrate its significant speed up compared to Flash Attention and other primitives like matrix multiply operations. These Benchmarks provide valuable insights into the real-world performance of FLASHATTENTION2 and its potential impact on large-scale training and inference. Absolutely. Tom. FLASHATTENTION2 is a groundbreaking advancement in attention mechanisms. And it paves the way for exciting possibilities in various domains like natural language processing, computer vision, and more. And with that, we conclude our discussion on the background of GPUs and the standard attention implementation. In our next segment, we'll explore the empirical validation of flash attention too and discuss its impact on training. GPT-style models. So stay tuned for more fascinating insights. We'll be right back after a short break. Commercial break. Welcome back, everyone. In our previous segments, we introduced the paper Flash Attention to Foster Attention with Better Parallelismo Work Partitioning and discussed ITS algorithmic optimizations. Now it's time to dive into some background information about GPUs and understand their performance characteristics. That's right, Tom. GPUs play a crucial role in accelerating computations and achieving high-performance computing. They consist of compute elements, such as floating-point arithmetic units, and a memory hierarchy. That includes high-bandwidth memory, HBM, and on-chip SRAM, shared memory. GPUs are incredibly powerful, Gen. But what makes them even more fascinating is their execution model. Thousands of threads are organized into thread blocks and scheduled to run on streaming. Multiprocessors, SMs. Within each thread block, threads are grouped into warps, which can communicate with each other and perform matrix computations. The parallelism and the massive number of threads in GPUs allow for highly efficient computation, and that's why they're the perfect choice for optimizing attention mechanisms in transformers. Absolutely. Jen. Now let's talk about the standard implementation of attention and how FLASHATTENTION2 improves upon it. In the standard implementation, attention matrices S and P are materialized into HBM, which results in expensive memory reads, writes. That's where FLASHATTENTION2 brings significant improvements by reordering the attention, computation, and leveraging classical techniques like tiling and recomputation. FLASHATTENTION2 
reduces memory IOSAND avoids materializing S&P matrices into HBM. This leads to substantial memory savings as well as a 2 to 4 times wall clock time speed up over optimized baselines. And it doesn't end there. Flash Attention 2 takes these optimizations further by reducing non-Matmool flops and increasing Matmool flop utilization. This ensures that computation time is spent efficiently to achieve higher performance. It's truly impressive how FLASHATTENTION2 leverages the capabilities of modern GPUs to overcome the limitations of the standard attention implementation. These advances in parallelism, work partitioning, and optimization bring us closer to scaling transformers for longer sequences. And as we mentioned earlier, Flash Attention 2 has been empirically validated and benchmarked to demonstrate its significant speed-up compared to Flash Attention and other primitives like matrix multiply operations. These benchmarks provide valuable insights into the real-world performance of FLASHATTENTION 2 and its potential impact on large-scale training and inference. Absolutely. Tom. FLASHATTENTION2 is a groundbreaking advancement in attention mechanisms, paving the way for exciting possibilities in various domains like natural language processing, computer vision, and more. And with that, we conclude our discussion on the background of GPU SAND, the standard attention implementation, in our next segment. We'll explore the empirical validation of flash attention too and discuss its impact on training GPT-style models. So stay tuned for more fascinating insights. We'll be right back after a short break. Commercial break. Welcome back, everyone. In our previous segments, we introduced the paper flash attention to foster attention with better Parallelismo work partitioning and discussed ITS algorithmic optimizations. Now it's time to dive into some background information about GPUs and understand their performance characteristics. That's right, Tom. GPUs play a crucial role in accelerating computations and achieving high-performance computing. They consist of compute elements, such as floating-point arithmetic units, and a memory hierarchy. That includes high-bandwidth memory, HBM, and on-chip SRAM, shared memory. GPUs are incredibly powerful, Gen. But what makes them even more fascinating is their execution model. Thousands of threads are organized into thread blocks and scheduled to run on streaming. Multiprocessors. SMs. Within each thread block, threads are grouped into warps, which can communicate with each other and perform matrix computations. The parallelism and the massive number of threads in GPUs allow for highly efficient computation, and that's why they're the perfect choice for optimizing attention mechanisms in transformers. Absolutely. Gen. Now let's talk about the standard implementation of attention and how FLASHATTENTION2 improves upon it. In the standard implementation, 
Attention matrices S and P are materialized into HBM, which results in expensive memory reads, writes. That's where FLASHATTENTION2 brings significant improvements by reordering the attention, computation, and leveraging classical techniques like tiling and recomputation. FLASHATTENTION2 reduces memory IOS and avoids materializing S and P matrices into HBM. This leads to substantial memory savings as well as a 2 to 4 times wall clock time speed up over optimized baselines. And it doesn't end there. Flash Attention 2 takes these optimizations further by reducing non-Matmool flops and increasing Matmool flop utilization. This ensures that computation time is spent efficiently to achieve higher performance. It's truly impressive how FLASHATTENTION2 leverages the capabilities of modern GPUs to overcome the limitations of the standard attention implementation. These advances in parallelism, work partitioning, and optimization bring us closer to scaling transformers for longer sequences. And as we mentioned earlier, Flash Attention 2 has been empirically validated and benchmarked to demonstrate its significant speed-up compared to Flash Attention and other primitives like matrix multiply operations. These benchmarks provide valuable insights into the real-world performance of FLASHATTENTION 2 and its potential impact on large-scale training and inference. Absolutely. Tom. FLASHATTENTION2 is a groundbreaking advancement in attention mechanisms, paving the way for exciting possibilities in various domains like natural language processing, computer vision, and more. And with that, we conclude our discussion on the background of GPUs and the standard attention implementation in our next segment. We'll explore the empirical validation of flash attention too and discuss its impact on training GPT-style models. So stay tuned for more fascinating insights. We'll be right back after a short break. Commercial break. Welcome back. In our previous segments, we introduced the paper flash attention to foster attention with better parallelism and work partitioning and discussed its algorithmic optimizations. Now let's turn our attention to the empirical validation and real-world impact of flash attention minus 2. That's right, Tom. In order to validate their approach, the authors of the paper performed extensive experiments comparing FLASHATTENTION2 against both optimized baselines and other existing techniques. They evaluated the runtime performance of FLASHATTENTION2 on different machine learning tasks and architectures. And what they found was incredibly promising. According to the benchmarks presented in the paper, Flash Attention 2 achieved up to four times speed up over optimized baselines on various tasks, such as machine translation and language modeling. This demonstrates the effectiveness of their algorithmic improvements in speeding up attention. Computations. Absolutely. 
The empirical validation also included experiments on different GPU architectures and showed that FLASHATTENTION2 scales well with increased compute capabilities. It consistently outperforms baselines across different models, including those with long sequence inputs. The impact of FLASHATTENTION2 goes beyond improved runtime performance by reducing memory requirements and increasing efficiency. It enables training larger models with longer sequences, leading to improved accuracy as well. That's a great point, Tom. When it comes to deep learning models like transformers, having access to longer context is crucial for capturing dependencies in sequences effectively. With FLASHATTENTION2, Researchers can push these boundaries even further without compromising computational resources or memory constraints. Exactly. This opens up exciting possibilities for areas like language modeling, where capturing long-range dependencies is essential for generating coherent and meaningful text outputs. It also has implications for image understanding tasks like image captioning or object detection. Since these often involve processing large visual inputs. And let's not forget about performance at scale. The faster attention calculations enabled by FLASHATTENTION2 can greatly benefit large scale training scenarios where model parallelism is employed across multiple GPUs or even distributed systems. Absolutely. Gen. With faster attention computations, training time can be significantly reduced, resulting in faster iterations and quicker experimentation. This ultimately accelerates the pace of research and development in various fields where attention mechanisms are employed. It's truly remarkable how FLASHATTENTION2 brings together algorithmic enhancements with the power of GPUs to optimize attention computations. These improvements have immense implications for both research and practical applications across domains like natural language processing, computer vision, and more. And that concludes our discussion on the empirical validation and impact of flash attention too. We hope you found this episode informative and inspiring. As always. Thank you for tuning in. Stay curious and keep exploring new frontiers. Until next time, theme music fades out. Background spooky music playing. Hey, listeners. Today's episode of the Tom and Jen show is brought to you by Spooky Spectral Spinning Inc. Need a spin at your next haunted house party? Look no further than the experts in eerie entertainment. That's right. Tom, picture this. It's Halloween night. Moonlight shining. Chilling winds blowing. You're throwing the spookiest party on the block when suddenly silence descends. The guests hush in anticipation as a mysterious fog rolls in. Slowly emerging from that mist is none other than whispers. Spooky spectral spinning inks ghost DJ. Oh yeah. 
This otherworldly DJ not only knows how to drop some haunting beats but also literally levitates above the turntables. And let me tell you, folks, their tracklist will send shivers down your spine. From Ghostbusters to Thriller, they've got all your favorite bone-chilling hits covered. But wait, there's more. While the ghostly DJ works their magic on stage, their team of spectral dancers takes over the dance floor, performing gravity-defying moves that'd make even Michael Jackson jealous. Plus, with their patented ectoplasmic sound system and supernatural light show effects, every song will be electrifying. Quite literally. Jen. In awe. Now that's what I call a real party shocker. Imagine dancing with actual bolts of lightning crackling around you. Tom. Chuckles. Don't worry. They've got top-of-the-line safety measures against accidental electrocutions. We think. Jen. Rolls her eyes playfully. Hopefully or else it'll be shocking indeed. Sudden record scratch. Narrator. Ominously. But wait. There's more than meets the eye at spooky spectral spinning ink. Their ghost DJ and spectral dancers aren't just for Halloween parties. That's right. They're also available for weddings, birthdays, and family reunions. Can you imagine the look on grandma's face when she sees human-like figures floating on the dance floor? It'll be priceless. So make sure to contact Spooky Spectral Spinning Inc. Because when it comes to party entertainment, they're dead serious. Jen laughs. And remember folks, don't be afraid. Well, maybe just a little bit. Laughter fades out. So listeners, if you want your next event to be a graveyard smash, visit SpookySpinners.com and book your own supernatural soiree today. And let them know that Tom and Jen sent you. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Keep those spooky vibes going. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom, and I'm Jen. We have an exciting topic to discuss today. We'll be diving into a recent paper titled Collie. Systematic Construction of Constrained Text Generation Tasks Text generation has become increasingly popular in natural language processing thanks to the advancements in large language models. However, most existing benchmarks for constrained generation focus on fixed constraint types that are relatively easy for state-of-the-art models. That's where Kali comes in. Kali is a grammar-based framework that allows the specification of rich in compositional constraints with diverse generation levels and modeling challenges. It enables researchers to easily specify constraint structures, extract task instances from raw text corpora, render natural language instructions, and evaluate model generations against the constraints in their paper. The authors introduce Kali V1 dataset comprising 2080 instances with 13 different constraint structures. They perform systematic experiments using five state-of-the-art instruction-tuned language models. 
and analyze their performances to identify shortcomings. One interesting finding is that while these models perform well overall, there are specific challenges that they struggle with. For example, instructing models to begin a sentence with a specific word yields better results compared to ending a sentence with a particular word. The authors also highlight the need for better benchmarks that can capture advanced text generation capabilities beyond just topic control or word inclusion, omission. They suggest leveraging compositionality in constraining text generation tasks as a way to create more challenging evaluations for large language models. In summary, Colley not only provides researchers with a systematic framework for constructing constrained text generation tasks but also offers insights into the limitations of current state-of-the-art models. This work sets the stage for future developments in benchmarking approaches that can keep up with the ever-evolving capabilities of language models. So stay tuned as we dive deeper into the details of this paper and discuss the implications it has for the field of natural language processing. We'll break down the methodology, explore the results, and maybe even brainstorm some ideas on how Kali can be further extended. That's all for our introduction to Kali. Systematic construction of constrained text generation tasks. We hope you're as excited as we are to embark on this journey of understanding and discovery. So grab your headphones. Sit back. And let's dive into the fascinating world of constrained text generation. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to our podcast. Folks, before we dive into more mind-bending topics, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsors. Absolutely. Tom. And today's sponsor is none other than Dimensional Snips and Tucks. The place where your reality gets a makeover. That's right. Jen, are you tired of living in the same old dimension day after day? Need a change? Well, look no further than dimensional snips and tucks. Picture this. You walk into their sleek office and meet Dr. Shiftington. He pulls out his handy-dandy reality reshaping scissors. Clearly not from this dimension. And voila! Your body becomes stretchier than Mrs. Incredible on steroids. You'll be able to reach that bag of chips without even leaving your couch. But wait, there's more. Dr. Shiftington can give you an extra pair of arms for multitasking like nobody else. Imagine typing emails with two hands while eating pizza with another pair. And if you're feeling adventurous, why not try the quantum hairdo makeover? One snip from Dr. Shiftington's magic scissors turns your regular haircut into something only Salvador Dali could dream up. Oh yeah. Imagine rocking a hairstyle that defies gravity or changes color with every blink of an eye. It'll make people wonder if you're sporting a party on your head 24-7. So remember folks, when life throws lemons at you and reality seems bland. Head over to Dimensional Snips and Tucks for an unforgettable makeover experience. Jingle. Sung. Dimensional Snips and Tucks. 
where your reality gets a makeover. Narrator voiceover dude in lightning fast speech at the end. Disclaimer voiceover guy. Results may include excessive limb juggling. Time-space continuum confusion. Sudden teleportation. Or unforeseen encounters with parallel universe versions of yourself. Please consult your nearest interdimensional counselor before proceeding. Well folks, that's all the time we have. Thanks again to our amazing sponsor. Dimensional Snips and Tucks. Stay tuned for more bizarre adventures right here on our podcast. And remember people, don't get snipped and tucked until you've scoured at least four dimensions. For a second opinion, cheesy jingle fades out. Laughter. Welcome back to another episode of Data Deep Dive. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host Jen. Today, we have an exciting topic to discuss, an R package for parametric estimation of causal effects. That's right, Tom. Causal inference is a hot topic in the world of data analysis. Being able to determine cause and effect relationships from observational data is incredibly valuable. And this new R package, called Causal Models, aims to provide a simple and accessible framework for estimating causal effects using the conventional statistical approach developed by Ernan and Robbins. Absolutely. Jen. The abstract of the paper explains that while there are existing packages for estimating causal effects, there was a lack of a comprehensive package in R that incorporates various structural models. Proposed by Ernan and Robbins, causal models fills this gap by offering tools for methods that account for biases in observational data without requiring extensive statistical knowledge. That's what makes this package so interesting. Tom. It provides researchers with a streamlined approach to analyzing and estimating causal effects in their data. And what's even better is that it includes common methods such as standardization, IP weighting, G-estimation, outcome regression, instrumental variables, and propensity matching, all within a single package. That's quite impressive indeed. But let's take a step back and briefly explain what we mean by causality. Causality refers to establishing the cause or causes of a phenomenon through various criteria such as covariation of cause and effect, time-order relationship, and elimination of alternative causes. Right you are, Tom. And it's important to note that establishing causality is not an exact science but rather involves making well-defined treatments and outcomes with established covariances and temporal relationships. Furthermore, it requires assumptions based on expert knowledge about the causal relationships in the observed data. Absolutely. Jen. And this is where the identification assumptions come into play. These assumptions include exchangeability, positivity, and consistency which allow researchers to make informed inferences about causal effects from observational data, while accounting for biases and confounding factors. That's a great point, Tom. And while there are non-parametric methods for estimating causal effects in randomized experiments, 
Most data available to us are from observational studies. That's why packages like causal models are so valuable. They provide parametric solutions using structural models to adjust for biases in observational data. Definitely. Jen. It's worth mentioning that causal models is not the only R package that offers methods for causal inference. There are other packages out there like causal weight. Wait it. Dr. TMLE and DTR Reg that tackle similar problems but with different approaches. Right you're. Tom. And what sets causal models apart is its focus on the conventional statistical approach developed by Robbins and its inclusion of a wide range of methods within a single package. It's great to see how the field of causal inference is evolving with these powerful tools becoming more accessible to researchers. We're excited to dive deeper into the details of this R package and explore how it can be used to estimate causal effects in various scenarios. Absolutely. In the upcoming episodes we'll be discussing the different methods included in causal models and how they can be applied in real-world settings. So stay tuned for some enlightening conversations about causal inference. That wraps up our introduction to causal models and our package for parametric estimation of causal effects. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Data Deep Dive. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And as always, if you have any questions or suggestions for topics you'd like us to cover, feel free to reach out to us on our website or social media channels. Until next time, happy analyzing. Outro music plays. That's it for today's episode of Data Deep Dive. We hope you enjoyed learning about the causal models package and how it can be used for parametric estimation of causal effects. Make sure to tune in next time for more interesting discussions on data analysis and research. Thanks for listening. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, fellow spice enthusiasts. Are you tired of bland food that leaves your taste buds snoozing? Well, say goodbye to flavor boredom because today's episode is brought to you by Fiery Spectre Sauces. Asterisk whispering Jen, have you tried these sauces? Oh boy. Tom, these sauces are so spicy they make jalapenos tremble in fear. But fear not, for the Fiery Spectre has got our backs. That's right. With their lineup of five alarm flavors like Inferno Inferno and Blazing Backdraft. Your taste buds will dance with the devil himself. And don't worry if you're new to the world of heat. They even have a beginner-friendly sauce called Start Me Up. Slowly. Perfect for those who want a little warmth without needing a fire extinguisher handy. Jen holds up bottle while wearing protective gloves. But remember folks, Tom interrupts safety first jen giggles absolutely tom always handle these sauces with care or risk feeling like a dragon just roasted your insides tom takes out a stack of insurance paperwork and starts flipping through it comically fast tom hyperactive voice and if things get too hot to handle 
Don't forget about our sponsor. Fire Insurance Agency. Flaming saxophone solo blares in the background. Tom continues rapidly flipping insurance papers. Narrator. Rapid voiceover. In case of uncontrollable spice emergencies or excessive eyebrow sweating leading to temporary blindness. Don't panic. We've got an insurance plan that'll cool those flaming lips right down. Juggling flames appear around narrator on screen as soothing instrumental music begins. Narrator. Calm tone. With Fire Insurance Agency's special hot eaters assurance plan. We've got you covered. Even when the heat rises. From accidental tongue scorches to spontaneous combustion. Rest easy knowing our agents are equipped with fire extinguishers and soothing aloe vera gel for your recovery. Jen stares at Tom rolling his eyes comically fast. Jen. Interrupting. All right, Tom. Maybe ease up on the paperwork there. Tom. Just realizing he was still flipping papers. Oh. Right. Jen chuckles. Narrator. Remember listeners. Fiery Spectre Sauces and Fire Insurance Agency have teamed up just for you. Because hot meals should be thrilling but not too hair-raising. Firefighter enters scene with plate of steaming hot wings. Jen takes a cautious bite while looking smugly at Tom. Tom. Whispering to audience. Don't worry. She's insured. Scene fades out with Fiery Spectre Sauces logo combined with Fire Insurance Agency's logo. Tom and Jen. In unison. Stay spicy and secure. Outro music fades in.